Doug. Yo. If you could have any superhero power, what would it be? I feel like we've talked about this before, but I thought about it the other day, and it's so concrete in my mind that I had to ask you. Oh, that you know what you want? A hundred percent. Well, now I feel like you got it figured out. Maybe I want to hear yours first. I do. <laughs> I want to hear yours and see if you're wrong. Because <laughs> uh, mine's right. Anything, man, Doug. Anything? Any superhero power. Um, uh, uh, read minds. That's the one. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. I Professor hadn't thought of that. Okay. X style. I hadn't thought of that. I'm still sticking with mine. It's just, which is what? Teleporting. Yeah, you Are you kidding me? I know exactly where you're going. Dude, I go anywhere I want. <laughs> anywhere. I was thinking about that the other day because like traffic, you know, because Sundance <laughs> is in town and stuff. Yes. Just like teleport to go get my kids, teleport back. You yeah. just You want to go on a vacation? You just want an afternoon on the beach in Hawaii, Doug? Teleport. Three hours there, teleport back. Back to work. You imagine that? I mean, that was Come pretty, on. that's a pretty good one. You can read my mind while I teleport away from you <laughs> and have my three hours I mean, on the I beach think there's a reason, though, that back. Professor X sort of, like, holds the whole squad together, right? Because, like, everybody else has all these powers, but it's kind of like, well, we need Professor X to tell us what to do. Because he's, because like, Because otherwise dad. it's just, like, the stupid Wolverine. Oh, are you saying I'm dumb because like, I teleport, like Wolverining Doug? all over the place. Okay. <laughs> you're just over here teleporting back yeah. and forth and everywhere. So if any of you guys can teleport, Doug says you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can say that these days. It's like teleportist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's new, man? Last week we missed you, Doug. But we are going to roll just so you guys yeah. know. It's like, hey, Doug does have a life. Um, and sometimes that requires working a lot. And uh, But we're going to keep rolling for, a, a, a you know, once a week. Um, but, hey, last week, if you didn't listen, Doug, we talked about Zone 2 training. Zone 2. I did a little today. Yep, we talked about Just that. conversational on the treadmill. Yep, and so we got a question from uh, one of our community members, and we dug in a little bit on that. Largely, he was asking just about frequency and um, how often should he do that? Why did he feel better when he was doing that? So we talked about kind of my thoughts there, which we've talked about that before. You and, and I have kind and of... And how often would you say? Uh, well, I told him, because he, his question was basically like, hey, how do I still improve my zone two? but still be, you know, like super GPP guy. Cause he does like enduro motorcycle races. He does hunts with a ruck. Um, he likes to CrossFit, you know, so yeah. it's like kind of like us, yeah. you know? And I told him two days a week, yeah, you know, that's what I would think. Yeah. Because otherwise From, if you're like, I don't have science for that, but yeah, you'll hear a lot of people talk like Dr. Tia and Huberman. They'll talk like four or five days a week, you know? Um, but here's the other thing is like, if that's not what you guys enjoy, don't do it all the time. But if it has value, right, add it in within reason um, and still make sure that you guys can recover and do other things you want to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's super valuable, right? Yeah. But don't don't feel like you need to do it five days a week. I, I appreciate it because it's a good way for me to, like, still do something and not feel like I, I just murdered myself. Yeah. Like, if I just don't have it, like, I'm just going to, I don't know, I'll ride the bike for a while, I'll jog for a while, yeah. I'll walk with the weight vest on totally do some air squats and some push-ups and some pull-ups and just like cruise for 45 minutes yeah and that was the my other point is kind of don't overthink it i think a lot of times people are like well, wait do yeah. i need this specific aerobic 
plan. It's like, not really. I don't think so. You know, if you're trying to go run a marathon in under three hours, yeah, sure. But like, if you're just trying to get the benefits of zone two training, like don't overthink it. You could yeah, do all sorts of mixed like modalities. Like stay conversational Yeah. for 40 minutes. Uh, I mean, a lot of times people say 90, yeah, okay. 60 to 90, but yeah, you could do it for 40. You know, when I'm running tight and stuff like that, I'll do it 45 minutes, 60 minutes in a class. Speaking of that Huberman guy, I don't really listen to anything like specifically. Yeah. I don't like go out of my way to consume Yeah, sure. his products, but I heard him say something the other day where he was like bashing squatting. He's like, I never squat mm. with load. I haven't heard that. And this could just have been a clip. Right. But it was a few minutes long, and I was like, man, that doesn't seem yeah, the kosherist to me. Yeah, I feel like people um, sometimes get pigeonholed. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like they sort of stay get... in their lane a little bit? Like, I'm not uh, giving out here giving, like, hormonal advice to people. Yeah, I think there's some of that, right? But I also think, like, um, what is it? I think that uh, sometimes people, by pigeonholed, I mean, like, they get so focused on, like, their their content yeah. yeah and their experience crossfit just the same, same right yeah. same thing where you know crossfit constantly varied functional movement at high intensity it's like you know do that five to six days per week i, I can't do that you know yeah. so um but yeah i think some of it is that i'd be i'd be curious to see if you guys have heard that man i'd love to hear the clip just that i don't agree with it honestly no matter what he yeah, says i probably par- don't I'm agree super with it. paraphrasing right but that was yeah. the gist of the thing that i yeah, unless it was somebody a few minutes long, maybe a YouTube clip. I have to check it out because unless somebody has like a, and I, I would say this if you guys are just listening, unless somebody has like a spinal cord issue or injury, I think loading the spine and squatting is probably a really great idea. Yeah, keep weights reasonable, and yeah, I certainly want my mother to be squatting. Yeah, totally. You know, and like she maybe that's a kettlebell on her chest and squats. Yeah. Let's say maybe it's a goblet squat instead of a you know a four hundred yeah. pound back squat. Now, what about Doctor Seedman with the uh, who's 90, that? 90 oh, good. <laughs> Man, I feel, yeah, and hey, like, some of these people are far smarter than I am, but I do think there's a bit of this vibe in the fitness world where if you have a doctor in front of your name, everybody thinks that you know everything to the ends of the earth, and I yeah. just, like, some of it, some of the stuff I've seen that guy put out, I'm like, dude, Stop. you are playing with fire. Yes. That's a multi-million-dollar NFL athlete yes. that's, like, rolling around on a BOSU ball with a chain wrapped around his neck, and if he yeah, falls like off that thing... Single leg overhead squatting, BOSU balling. Dude. I think too. Bro falls off that and smashes himself with the bar and he's out for six months, you've got a serious problem. I saw uh, <laughs> a little Instagram video of someone doing like a depth land. So, you know, they step off a box. Yeah. And land yeah. And Drop and land. Yeah. yeah. Which is a great exercise. Off yeah. like, for like 10 feet in the air. 10 feet. They had boxes, like a wow. whole slew of boxes stacked on top of one another just had to like climb up the stairs to get to yes it. like from the top of the rig was this someone just trying to like get a bunch of likes and, and on and Instagram? I was, no it seemed like they were a weightlifting squad and maybe it was like showing off or something like that but mm. my first thought was that seems like a lot of risk for not a lot of gain yeah right? i feel like there is a big season of that um I mean, let's be honest, social media creates all of that. Yes. But I feel like there's a big season of that in CrossFit for a little while there too, where people were doing, myself included, like pistols with bars overhead. Uh, we saw some, um, I've seen some crazy gymnastics type yeah, is things. Is it like, let's just see if we can do it? Is I think it so. Is? And then suddenly it's like, I think really it sort of becomes the, let's be honest, right? 
like if you were by yourself mm-hmm. and not filming that, would you be more or less likely to do that? I would not do that. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's chances are it's to get the, you know, the attention, the light, the draw. There are a couple like, uh, I remember Elsa rope climbs with plates on your, your, le- your thighs, yeah, okay. which is kind of cool, you know, unless someone's below you yeah, and you I mean, drop the plate and somebody cool. dies. And maybe a little less risk for injury there than like jumping out of a building. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm going to vertical jump over a car doing 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about that the other day. Just like, it was just yesterday. I was like, man, I feel like people overcomplicate things so much. I was talking with somebody else about that. Fitness. Strength and conditioning. And um, go ahead. And I think, I think genuinely it's because people, and I understand this, but I also have learned to like embrace it. I think people get bored yeah. and like I, I was thinking about it today. I mean, I did safety bar squats again again, and I just thought to myself, I was like, I wonder how many other variations of squats I can do. You know, I'm thinking like, okay, well back squat, I can't really overhead squat anymore. Zercher squats. I can use a earthquake bar with bands on it and still keep that safe with spotter straps. I yeah. can you know, do box squatting, pause, tempo. And as I rattle this off, it might sound like endless, but I'm telling you right now, I've done this all of this stuff yeah and eventually when you're in a strength and conditioning atmosphere for literally decades i mean i'm 44 that's insane i've been lifting weights since i was 13 yeah that's 31 years like guess what after 31 years you're gonna have some redundancy yeah it's uh, and i don't really even think it's bad unless you can't do it because you're bored unless you don't do it because you're bored yeah like, I, it's, but it's, uh, it's not complicated, right? It doesn't have to be complicated. About, like, uh, they said, oh, the Utah, we were talking about the Green Bay Packers and that. The uh, Utah Packers. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, and their quarterback, Jordan Love, is from oh, yeah, Utah yeah. State. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And huh. the, and then we got to talking about the Utah State uh, strength and conditioning coach. Okay. And that led to, like, he does a lot of work with young athletes, kids who are anywhere from, like, 12 to 17. Yeah. Doing basic strength and conditioning stuff. Yeah. And it's just, like, the basics. <laughs> Back squat, deadlift, it's, power yeah, clean, and bench like, press. And I was thinking, where I'm going with this is I was thinking to myself, well, I haven't heard of that guy. Yeah. He's right here. Good call. Right? And I feel like I'm in that world and I, like, poke around. Yeah. But it's only because he's not, like – doing overhead squats on bosu balls and it doesn't show up on my social media and he probably yeah. doesn't really put it out there that much yeah and he's like or maybe he's not good at putting it out there yeah and it's not like flashy and sexy and people are like oh that's amazing he's just like having kids squat and press and lift and clean yeah. and run and jump learn to do push-ups and pull-ups and start them young yeah and, and then you get some genetic freaks in there and it works yeah, really well and it just works so well yeah but he doesn't have a million Instagram followers no. because he's just doing normal, boring stuff. I'm sure in a normal, boring gym. Totally. That's got just like barbells and dumbbells and kettlebells and sleds and plates in there. And yep. he's just doing his just thing. Works. What do you think? Uh, so on that point, what do you think the most, and I think I know I'm only asking this cause I know my answer. What do you think the most under undervalued or underutilized movements are? that are still not outside the box. Like we're not getting crazy here, yeah. but it's just like traditional strength and chin training that 
conditioning training that most people probably don't do, especially people that are listening? Hmm. Man. Like these. Uh, I th- I think like, and I probably don't do enough of this either because. I, I need to like work myself into it a little bit, uh-huh. but yeah, I think sprinting. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I was, that's, that was my number two, you, you know, like, like running fast for short distances, yeah. like give it for a hundred meters or 40 yards or yep. whatever. I think you can get a lot of bang for buck in that. Yeah. What's yours? My number, uh, unilateral work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like any single leg or single arm work yep. and it doesn't have to be crazy, but I'm just talking lunge, split squat, Bulgarian split yeah. squat, single arm pressing, pulling. Totally. Yeah. Like, I think there's a ton of value to that. Um, just because it, uh, it does, I think it does all sorts of stuff. It limits the loading. So it can be a great complimentary exercise if you guys are doing strength and conditioning. And you can get crazy strong still doing Yes. Yeah, super strong. Um, and we normally see it in our, I would say we do program it, I think a fair amount in our accessory work each week. You typically see one movement that's unilateral, um, at least in our accessory work. But, you know, it's you don't see, it's not as common in a traditional, you know, quote unquote CrossFit workout. You could argue a dumbbell, dumbbell snatch or a box step up or walking lunge, but like rarely do you see much single arm pressing single arm pulling yeah like alternating dumbbell press or like uh it's not like hey guys today we're gonna do three sets of five per leg back rack split squat right that's very rare yeah totally and i think there's crazy value to that stuff and like that guy mike boyle i don't know what exactly what his stance is today but he for a long time wasn't he an ice hockey guy or something like that like a a a lot of hockey players he's in the northeast i think he's a smart guy and and like uh he seems to be married to results, not necessarily to methods. Which I kind of dig. Yeah. And uh, I think people would p- have put this in his, put these words in his mouth, but like, you know, like squatting is dumb. Mm. Or like, yeah. I won't have my athletes squat, they'll only single leg squat. Wasn't his big, uh, I guess I should say, argument or thought process that you could get people just as strong doing single leg work as regular squatting, but reducing the load on the spine. Yes. I think his, his, some of it was that he would say things like, well, you know, if you can single leg squat 250 pounds on yeah. each leg, yeah. why can't you squat 500 pounds with both? Yeah. It's because of the midsection, right? Totally, like you can't support it. Yeah. And so if the goal is really like, is lower body strength. Mm, I see where you're going. And even midsection strength to a certain extent. Why don't we just train single leg? And I mean, granted he was working with mostly athletes, yes, right? Athletes. So like yeah. not grandma, which yep. could benefit tremendously from, yep. you know, that load of your spine and yep. relative, you know, like grandma's never going to squat 250. Yes. But like she's going to sit down up and have a chair. But uh, I think his thing was like, well, you know, if I've got an athlete who's pretty sharp, and they're strong. Yeah. And in order for them to get the stimulus, they've I've got to put 500 pounds on their back. Like, what's the risk to that? Yeah. You know, like, that seems fairly risky to take, like, I'm going to take a professional hockey player. Oh, that's ice hockey, not field. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Professional ice hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> and for them to get the stimulus, let's say they got a back squat 500 pounds for three, which I think is realistic for a... Pro professional yeah 
right? Like yeah, they, some I would of them are so. out there too or squatting like four or 500 pounds. Yeah. And there's probably some like smaller guys and not even close, but not for the most close. part, I bet those guys are like, like walking around with 405, four, 400 easily. pounds, right? Yeah. So like if you're going to, if they have to like do that for three reps and even things like getting the bar out of the rack and like stepping it back and spotting and all that stuff versus they just put 200 pounds on the bar, which to them feels not that bad. Yeah. And then they put one back, one leg back, even if they have to get two, fifteen, or 25 to get yeah. the same stimulus. And then they just squat single leg. Yeah. There's way less chance that they blow themselves up. Because I used to get worried with that with the kids I was training. With the back squat? With the back squat. It's like, hey, these numbers are getting pretty big. Yeah, they get pretty hefty. And... Like, how are we spotting this? Yeah. And what's the, like, the risk here? Like, you know, for a car analogy, it's like, these kids are starting to drive 200 miles an hour, you know? Yeah. And if we crash, we're not doing 40 anymore. Yeah. So yeah, like, I can see that. So, like, and I thought it was true. I had some kids, I would run them through cycles where we only did single leg or I remember, there's stuff. some strong kids. And they would, like, pretty easily single leg squat. 250 pounds. I remember that. I remember kids like holding the 88 pound kettlebells. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I remember them holding 88 pound kettlebells and chains around their neck. Yeah. You know, you're talking about, you know, that's, yeah, that was 210, something like that. They'd wear the weight vest and the chains. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, it was like legit, legit weight. Yeah. And they were strong. But I, yeah. And I mean, I feel like a lot of times we talk about things that are really revolve around like strength training only, you know? Um, I think I, I could sprint more. Honestly, I'm just terrified of exploding my hamstrings. I just think it takes a tremendous amount of warm-up now. Yeah, that's you know, what I feel like. Like yeah, I can't just, just have jump to be out diligent. there and do it. No. I have to like really get warm. Yeah. Like 20 minutes of warming up. And then as soon as I'm running, I'm like, here we go. I'm going like, to yeah. put my hamstrings out with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. I mean, we years ago would remember when we would do the uh, – was they would do 10 by 100 meter sprint yes. with a two minute rest between some of the most sore you guys will ever be. If you ever yeah, try that, easy. your hamstrings will be so sore. And when we ran it in class, a number of times people pulled their hammy. What do you think the threshold is for like getting results with that? So like for sprinting. Yeah. So like uh, how hard does it have to be for me to get the result from that? So, okay. I mean, so like I'm walking, no result. I'm jogging, no result. I feel like I'm running. I don't know. As hard as I can run to run 400 meters. I'm doing I, mean, that I don't have any seconds. scientific evidence for this, but like if we think about energy pathways, right? And you're thinking about something that's 10 seconds or less, like ATP, like right? Like it's got to be pretty hard. You got to be cooking. Cooking to like get you, the result, right? Yeah. Like you can't say that if you ran 100 meters, yeah. at the same pace that you could run 2, 3 or 400 meters, you're not getting it. Yeah, so you that's you wouldn't get it there? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think like it's the equivalent of uh you know, like peak end strength, one rep max, right? Sure. Or explosive power because you have to tap into like that short Like 70, 80% of your ain't as gonna, fast as you can run 200 meters? Ain't going to cut it. Yeah. Like you got to be putting the screws to it, you know? It, like that stuff's hard. Yeah. But, I mean, if you – if like so let's say that you can still get that same type of training on a bike. Yeah, what about I mean, you, you do that on an echo on bike. bike? Yeah. I don't think you. I don't think that there's. I personally think like kind of getting out of the strength training type stuff, but I think that running exposes people way more than anything else. Like anything with a fan on it, for sure, 
it just the, the fact is like mass moves mass and like so where you're not supporting your body weight yep yeah like you I have agree. you have an advantage if you're a big guy or gal yeah. and you're strong you can I mean, move the fan more they're efficiently they're called the ergometer right they're the workometers it's just how fast can you spin the fan yeah if we're, you were if you were seven and a half feet tall oh my gosh and 500 pounds it'd be like a sub 125 yeah, is easy you would crush that thing yeah so I think running is something if people are like very curious about what their capacity is in that like in uh longer duration sustained effort work I think the easiest thing that you could do, and I mean this in the valuable way, is to ride a bike. Ride a bicycle. So if you have somebody that's like really deconditioned or you're feeling really banged up that yeah. day, get on a bike. Like just go ride that thing. Yeah, you can essentially, you know, walk on a bike. Yeah. And just do that forever. Super mellow. Yeah. Where I think, you know, you start it's, thinking it about it still feels like you're doing something. Yep. Yeah. But I start thinking about that the difference between sprinting and I get it like sprinting on an echo bike is real bad. Horrible. It's real bad, but that's different than if you go run hundred meter sprints. It is different. It's, it's a different, different feeling. Yeah. And same thing. If like, remember when you like, do you remember when uh Miko posted that thing that he did the 10 by 400 meter sprint <laughs> in under one minute? Yeah. And he rested two minutes between. Yeah. I asked him, I asked him <laughs> an invitational. I was like, is that so real? You ran. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did you really do that? And yeah. He was like, yes. 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 Cyborg. I did. did. But that was when I was running a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh clearly, oh, clearly. Yeah. Okay. But I mean that, so I think that when type people, of capacity is pretty crazy. Super impressive. So when people start, I would say, um, when people start kind of tooting their own horn about how great they are at riding the bike or rowing or what have you, mm -hmm. that's great. You know, and all those things are incredibly valuable. But if they're looking for another challenge or another step, have them hop on the old, you know, salt runner, woodway curve, go yeah. out to the track and start lighting it up because that will create a way different response. Same thing. Like you go run a 5K, Yes. You know, you say that's running, like, let's just say it's 35 to 40 minutes of running. Yep. Right? Five miles. So we'll say five miles. Because I think a lot of people look at a 5K and it's like most people that work out, they can run three miles. Like, no, no problem. Yes. You know, like, might not be their favorite thing, but they can do it. But like a five mile run and you're holding a seven minute, eight minute pace. Yeah, well, 35, 40 minutes. It feels hard to me. Yeah. Like, that's way different than you sitting on an echo bike and doing 350 calories for time. Yes. Way different. It's a different thing. Like a quad start getting tight. Like you said, you're supporting your mass. Yeah. I, and I think sprinting, like if we go out in the parking lot and do some sprints, there's like a muscular response there that feels much different than me. If I jump on the bike and we do, you know, I don't know, 15 second efforts. Yeah. With two minutes rest between, I feel like I want to throw up, but I don't feel like my hips and my hamstrings and my quads and my calves are going to explode. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to walk funny for three days. <laughs> I don't feel that totally. from riding on the bike, even rowing. I agree. Or skiing or any of that stuff. I agree. So I think that stuff's really valuable. If you guys are looking for like a way to challenge yourself a little bit or just a way to change it up, you so, know? So what about though? So what's the threshold with the intensity of that? Because I know people that have gone out and run marathons. Yeah. Right? Like 
For like sprinting or like what are we talking um, about now? Like, like long, long duration stuff. Well, because we're t- you're talking about like if you want to give it a test go out and you know run 5K. Well, I know a lot of people I think who can run 5K in 40 minutes. Yeah, an eight minute mile pace. Right, it's yeah, like right? we're just like sauntering. It's not yeah. really that. So that's, that's where that's not Miko Salo running. No, so you would I think like what you would generally do if you want to be a total nerd about this is figure out even like a ballpark of what your one mile run is. Sure. And then you could base it off of like a percentage for pacing for that. Okay. So if you know you can run a mile in under, let's just say six minutes flat, yeah. right? Can you run uh, five miles at eight minutes? Yeah, or two miles in... 14 minutes. Yeah. You know, so now you're running seven minute miles, but twice. Yes. Right? Like that's a real different thing yeah. <laughs> than you just going for a two mile Then like jog. I'm going to run 15 minute miles forever. Right. Yeah. Because, and here's... Because a lot of people do that, and and then I'm like, yeah, ah, boy, I don't know if that really, like, running's hard, but that doesn't seem that hard. Which to me, I think this is, and man, I'm probably gonna upset somebody. I think anybody with, I would say, very like baseline reasonable fitness, right? Very reasonable. They work out three or four times a week. Yep. Um, they change it up. They do some weight training. They do some cardio stuff. Yep. They go for like, they run, you know, but not a lot. They yep. run, uh, they bike, whatever. Maybe they do CrossFit. Maybe they don't, maybe they do, like whatever. They just like follow a men's health thing. And like yes. they run three times a week. I think anybody in that category could legit go run a marathon tomorrow. I think so too. It's not your, your feet would hurt. Yeah. And your hips would hurt. Yeah. And your nipples might bleed. Yeah. Totally. But, some blisters. But you'd have some blisters, but I think you have the capacity to do it. Totally. Like, it's really not... So, would you thrive and be great at it? No. But now, like, could you could run you a marathon? In three, so, this is what I'm talking about. Three yeah. hours? No. Not that's chance, that's right? where, like, now you're talking about, okay, we're getting outside of what I would consider zone two training, and now you're, like, in three, four, yeah. things like that. And how like, long I can could, you sustain that? I could go that? out and run 5K you know, a little over three miles. I could go out and do that today in under 30 minutes for sure. Yeah. Right? 10 minutes a mile. Totally. Nine minutes a mile. Probably eight minute miles. Maybe a little harder. Feels pretty hard. Sevens, no way. Yeah. Right? And so then it's like that's where that gets impressive and is like tons of time. Tons of time. But I just think that, and which is funny because that, you know, the go run a marathon as slow as you want is kind of zone two. It is. I think this. The, I mean, really conversational. From what easy I pace. did, like you can have conversations with those people. Totally. I mean, they. It doesn't seem enjoyable to most people. Are like suffering right. and like yeah. this is horrible. And how long is this going to? But go? it's not and their lungs. Yeah, it's not. It their is lungs. not their lungs. It's yeah. my knees, my hips, my ankles, my yeah, feet. Yeah, it just feels like punishment. It's just joints, right? Like getting used to that pounding. Yeah. But, yeah. So I think for you to really, really increase your capacity in the conditioning way. Yeah. If you're looking for like higher intensity work, you've got to go there. It's pretty unpleasant. Seems yeah. pretty unpleasant. Yeah. That's weird. You have to work hard at something to see a result. That's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Doug, do you have any sponsors? Any, any new sponsors? Uh, 
You Boy, see, I'd like to be sponsored by the sun. If the sun would come out, mm, that would be cool. I know. It's been pretty gray here the last couple past, of weeks. Past, yeah, past five, seven days. Been a little gloomy. Been yeah. a little gloomy. You see what the two new, uh, see the new company coming out with the Moto Cross no. Bike? No. Guess who just built a dirt bike for Motocross? Um, they have built. They also build motorcycles, Ducati. very fast ones. Yeah. Did they? Ducati came out with a motocross bike. Is it like thirty thousand dollars? <laughs> I'm sure it is. It has like super special specific parts from Italy that you can't find. Speaks and then Italian. Everything <laughs> costs a lot. <laughs> you keep High it maintenance. in your living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, them and Triumph. But it still somehow <laughs> leaks oil. Yeah, Triumph is coming out with one too. Triumph. Yeah. Triumph motorcycles. Speaking of leaking oil, I'm sure that thing. Will oh leak oil. man, yeah. Even though we're bashing your products, if you guys want to send us <laughs> one, we'll test it out for you. If you want me to try one, I'll be happy to change my opinion. <laughs> Which I wouldn't want one. If someone was like, if someone gave me one, don't get me wrong. But I like, I don't know. Tried and true. Tried and true. Yeah, I think I feel like with uh, with dirt bikes, it's like simpler is probably better. Yeah. And they're all pretty good. Yeah. And I just want the one that I can. Do the least maintenance to and ride for as long as yeah, possible. Yeah, that's what I want. Because the limiting factor in my dirt biking is not the quality of the bike. That's weird. Is you, Doug? <laughs> it's Come on. Odd, I know. Oh, that's super weird. Right? Like, they oh all have gosh. enough power. They yeah. all have good enough suspension. They all start and run and do all that stuff really well. The limiting factor is that I'm not good enough. User error. Yeah. Man. Like, when I, like roll it off a cliff or run it into a oh tree. It's gosh. not because of the bike. Yeah. It's <laughs> it, yeah, it's gotta be pretty indestructible. I don't ride I it back to the pits and complain to them <laughs> about the suspension. How it was set up properly. I can't ride this thing. How your handlebars were a few degrees off. Yeah, that I can't ride this thing. This oh is unrideable. My gosh, right? Oh, that's too good. Yeah. <laughs> but if they want to send me one, hey, I'll go right ahead. give it a shot. Yeah. I'll ride it. Yeah. Let them know what I think. That's great. Give it a review. Yep. That's good. Any, uh, yeah, any pet peeves? I think we covered it. You know, like teleporting for me because of the traffic. But that's the normal stuff. Yeah, man. traffic sucks. I don't have any, like, weird. I just want to read lines. No, so maybe do? I don't. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? You know what <laughs> we could do? Because uh, the pet peeve thing sometimes, you know, you force it. We do this thing. <clears throat> I think we talked about this. Where you high low buffalo. So high is something cool, something great that happened through your day. Low, not so mm. great. And the buffalo is like, Something really weird that happened. So let's go Buffalo. Have you had a Buffalo today, Doug? Just buffalo. like something weird. Um, no, nothing really weird. I do have a low. Well, what's your low? We'll try so to pull you I out have to be at work pretty early. Yeah. Like quite early. And I tried to be there before 6.30. Yep. And today's trash day. Yeah. So uh, today's yeah, also too. recycle day. Yeah, us too, yeah. And let me paint the picture for you here a little bit. It's uh, It, like, rained a little bit yesterday. Oh, but a sheet of ice out there. It's I know what you're talking and about. My driveway is pretty steep, so the water sheds off of it. Yeah. And it was pretty warm this morning, early, even yeah, early. Yeah. I was like, it's golden. Insane. And so we usually put the trash cans out on Sunday night. But this morning, I got up ready to leave, walking out of the bedroom. My lovely wife's still sleeping. She's like, oh, I forgot to put the trash cans out. Can you put them out? No problem, babe. Like, no. Got it. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I was thinking, but yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. 
got it. <laughs> Running a little late. Go out there. Oh, grab man. both the cans. One in right, one in left hand. Make it halfway down the driveway. And I'm thinking, to, I thought to myself, because it looks wet. Yeah. Like, it's just wet. It's like 45 degrees out. Yeah. It's got to be just wet. I make it almost to the bottom. Oh, My driveway's fairly steep. Skaboom. Bow. Pow. Smash my hand. <sighs> smash my hip. Recycling everywhere. Uh. <laughs> 6.24 in the morning. My butt's now all wet. Oh, gosh. I was like, sure, babe. I'll put the trash hands out. Love you. I got, look, I got, I got it. Oh. <laughs> Did you change your pants? No, I had to go to work. Just rolled. Just rolled. rolled. Wet been, pants. Oh, man, that's a worst. That's like when you're a kid and it snowed outside. You went out and played and you forgot your snow clothes. Yeah. Remember that? You your jeans were wet. the rest of the day. Oh, like stick to your legs. Oh, it's the yep, worst. So wet underwear for five hours. Oh, man. So that was the low. That's a bummer. And the high? You know, we got up today. Woke up today. <laughs> we're upright. <laughs> upright. We're upright. Okay, I'll try to go a high-low buffalo. Mine, mine will be over the past, like, 12 hours. Um, high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> high is that we, we have we have the gym back, so we rented it out over Sundance, and it, it actually went really well. But that So it's nice to have it back. Um, low is that I have this head cold, and, you know, like, after a big event, like, you crash? Mm. I've, I've got that going on today. Like, that was way more stressful mm. than I thought. Um Buffalo is that uh, <laughs> at the end of um, this event that they had at our gym, they had a party, and uh, Rich, one of our members, <laughs> texted me that he found uh, in in his locker, in the men's locker room, um, someone was so kind as to leave uh, what is uh, only appears to be uh, body jewels, bedazzle. It says party joy. Oh, wow. And it's like these... <laughs> It's, it's, wow, it's like it's like bedazzle your face. Yeah, like bedazzle your forehead and under your eyes with uh, gems. Wow. And so someone left them, and, and I will say this, that would be my buffalo. And then along with that, I, I did see some social media posts where, believe it or not, um, these kind people that decided to rent the space, they had a party and they had a, um, they called it a secret performance uh where they had a very small group of people playing the cello and violin in the women's locker room. Maybe first and last time that's going to happen. I have a feeling that's not going to happen much more. My goodness. But anyway. Is Rich uh, really bedazzling nice. his face? I told him he had to. I was like, those are your locker room. Probably like from wear. China. have a bunch of lead in them. Uh, or something. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, yeah, that that's my high-low buffalo. That was Yeah, it was a trip this weekend, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, well, hey, if you guys want to leave us a review, uh, we love it. iTunes. We found out. Bash runners. Oh my gosh! You want me <laughs> to say Huberman's Did not smart Did because he said Huberman he said not to squat. Yeah. Squatting's dumb. Now uh, I gotta find. Now I gotta find take this. that flack. Yeah. Um, we should have him as a guest. He should be a guest. Yeah. Hey, um, Andrew Huberman, you have five point seven million followers. I just looked it up. <laughs> But if you want to hop on our podcast, we'd be happy to have you and uh, dive into the deep theories of you can scientific evidence and make us found, sound really not seem smart. like an idiot. Oh, my gosh, right? But, hey, leave us a review. We found out that uh, Spotify, you can't leave a review. You only leave stars. But only five stars. Yeah. And then if, uh, if you're on iTunes, if you have questions, let us know or shoot us an email. And we'll talk to you next week. See you.